Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. I'm just hoping Sue might pay for something. You know, it's hot. <laughs> I mean, I don't want one of those moments where, hey, Dad, how about if I get you a hot dog? Great. Can I borrow five dollars? It's just I, it's, I, <laughs> that would be a I'm violation. Just, I'm just telling you. It's, I don't want. I, I mean, I years from now, little Luke's going to come up to you and you know, hey, Dad, let's go to a ball game. That's great, son. For Father's Day, great. I would be proud. Why don't you? Why did you get the tickets, Dad? What? <laughs> Little Luke. Who's your favorite team, Luke? I love the Red Sox. Now at this point, you're you're doing a slow burn. Yeah, I would. And suddenly out of nowhere, little Mark. I love the Yankees. And then suddenly, Macatrillo <laughs> changes his will. 100% of all proceeds in the will go to the younger brother. At least something <laughs> stuck with one of them. <laughs> Today's show is sponsored by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. Pickle bar led by the barrels of the dills. Indeed, second to none. It's not only getting ready for Father's Day, but you need to stock up for the 4th of July. That is going to be a wonderful, long weekend. How about that? The 4th of July is going to be on a Sunday. Well, guess what? Everybody's got the 5th off. And most people are going to begin the weekend on Friday. You got to stock up now. Right? Get ready for Father's Day and then the 4th of July. It's really cool. What a great time. What a fun time, huh? We're coming out of this right in the middle between Father's Day and the 4th of July. The state mask mandate is gone. Hey, Brewer's Outlet. Reagan Street and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. They are the best in the business to deal with. Our play-by-play call of the day, with nobody out, the Yankees find three. Chop slowly. Oh, there's a situation at third. The throw is to first. Now they'll throw to second. Runners are hung up. They're going to come home with the throw. They have Simeon in a rundown. He's tagged out. Throw to third. It's a triple play. They pulled a triple play. Second one of the year, and this one falls under the heading of Funky. First time that combination has ever been needed to pull a triple play. Well, I think 
trying to think what the numbers were. What, what is it? It was six three two. Then after that, I, I'll start. But it, it's, I think, five maybe six different Yankee fielders fielded the uh, had their hand to the ball. Does that sound right? Yeah, because it went from it went from one to the pitcher to first. So one three. Five, yeah, one, two, two to the catcher. Yeah, back then to eventually. Yeah, then eventually got the six right because they had to yes. get the third out. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time that combination has ever happened on a triple play. One of the there. few bright spots of this season so far. Oh no, there've been a lot of bright spots. Red Sox have won a lot of games <laughs> in terms of the pinstripes. Ah, well, San Diego wears pinstripes sometimes. The Yankee pinstripes. Oh, them. Yeah, them. You mean the team with eight right-handed hitters? Yes. In the lineup in a ballpark that is left-handed hitting centric? That is correct. Okay, I just want to make sure I got it right. So you got Oakland tonight. Oakland doesn't spend any money. And they have seven more wins. Hmm. Interesting. With the way this season's gone, nothing's guaranteed. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. Oakland's got seven more wins. Let's see here. Who are the, let's see who's on the mound tonight for the Yankees. Jamison Tyone. Uh, you never know. We'll see which which if we get good Tyone or bad Tyone. Hmm. And James uh, Caprillion's on the mound for uh, the A's. He's three and one, two point five one. I mean, how good is he? He's only given up 22 hits and 32 and a third. Hmm. Wow. He's only given up three home runs all year. Here's your lineup. DJ LeMahieu at first. Aaron Judge is going to bat second, play right field. 15 home runs, 281. Glaber Torres is at short, hitting third. Giancarlo Stanton, DH, hits cleanup. Gio Urshela is going to hit fifth, play third. Odor is at second with that 195 average. Andahar is in left field, hitting 254. And Higashioka is the catcher, hitting 190. Brett Gardner is hitting 218 in center field. There's no Gary Sanchez tonight, thus, my level of interest has dropped. <laughs> I have not liked one lineup this year from Aaron Boone. Seriously. No, you're the home team tonight. See, you're 17 and 16 at home. That's not very good. Yeah, no. You just swept Toronto, though. I know. That was unexpected. Meanwhile, the A's have won their last five. Hmm. Let's see. You get a lot of guys out, too. It says here, Glaber Torres is day-to-day. But then again, aren't we all? All right, so... um, Pretty much. What? I'm going to live forever. All right, so. <laughs> the Prince of the Founder Youth. All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. We are talking about the 12-team playoff before. And, it, it, look, that's a big move. I think I expected it to happen because I think they've done their homework on this. I think they've done their homework on the 12-team playoff. 
Now, there are different ways of going about it. One of them is as follows. You can do, I think everyone's pretty settled on the opening round being at home fields. That's pretty cool. All right. That's good. But I think what's interesting about this is that there is now a debate, and this is where they're going to have to do their research on this. Do you use bowl games, or do you have the quarterfinals also be at home sites and only have the semifinals at the bowls and the championship game course is an independent entity anyway. Now, this is where the old-fashioned me comes into, into play here. And old-fashioned me looks at this and says, eh, you know what, I... I want to see the six major bowls used. I want to see home field first round. Then I would like to see the cotton, orange, fiesta, peach. Maybe in the first year uses the quarterfinals and then have the rose and the sugar bee in the semifinals. I would like to see that because I would like to see the you know, the bowl games still be an important part of the process of determining a national champion. Now, that's just me. That's the old-fashioned me coming out. I mean, if they went the home field, you know, and Penn State's ranked sixth, then I'm going, it's like, hey, guys. <laughs> I get to drive to the playoff game. Hey, all right. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but... There's still a part of me that, see, I think bowl games are cool. And that's always been me. Not everybody feels that way, as we know. There, you know, we, we hear the argument there are too many bowl games. I mean, you know, I hear you loud and clear. I hear you loud and clear. It's not So it's not like I don't hear what people have to say. I think that's... Um, but I am of the opinion that there's still an important part of college football. And that includes, if you don't make the playoff, going to a bowl game. I've done a lot of those. I really enjoyed my trip to San Antonio for the Alamo Bowl. You know, I've done, what, three Citrus Bowls in my career? You know, the Capital One Citrus Bowl, whatever you want to call it. I've done three of them. I enjoyed all three of them. I've done a couple of Outback Bowls. Enjoyed that. Done a Gator Bowl. Now, the the Ticket City Bowl in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. I mean, I like the fact that I got to broadcast the game. But, of course, that was 2011, and everything was just so different. It just, I remember walking up to the hotel. Uh, I had to rent a car. I had to rent a car. So I parked it, and um, you ever see that uh, when you look at downtown Dallas, they'll show shots of downtown Dallas, Matt, and you see the big globe? Yep. Okay. That is the Hyatt Regency Hotel. That's in the, that's okay, and the restaurant is on top of the globe. Ah, okay. Okay. Now, the hotel is there, Okay. 
And then this is attached to it. And I don't know what's below the restaurant because uh, I've been up there a few times because, you know, we did the Dallas Morning News basketball tournament back in the 80s, and we went up there for an event. And, you know, I mean, so it's not the first time I've been there. But I remember, so the driveway leads up, and the Cotton Bowl was running both the Ticket City Bowl and the Cotton Bowl. And, of course, here you are, you're in the, the Ticket City Bowl. Because, look, what the you know, the Big Ten did it. You know, you want to talk about handling it wrong. The Big Ten did, like, you name it, they, they did it wrong. They wouldn't send Penn State anywhere. They wouldn't do it. Penn State had earned a higher spot than that. They had earned a higher spot. All right? Simple as that. They'd earned it. But they didn't send them for all the circumstances we talked about. And I remember parking the car down there after an event, or I had to go. I had to go over to the Cotton Bowl for something. You know, and I came back, and I'm walking up the driveway, and all I kept thinking about was like, "Oh my God, I wonder what Joe's doing and what he's thinking today," because I'd just seen him a week before. And I was like, and that that's that's a kind of experience it was. So that's one I've always kind of looked at, and like you know, there's a part of me that's almost forgot I did the game. You know? Yeah, but I did it. But everything else, I mean, the Alamo Bowl was a blast. All those Citrus Bowls were a blast. The Outback Bowls were a blast. The, yeah, the Gator Bowl was, you know, it was called the Tax Slayer Bowl. It was the Gator Bowl. I thought that was a lot of fun. I mean, so I've always, I've always really relished and enjoyed my bowl experiences a lot. And I think it's been great for the game. And I don't consider them exhibitions. I consider them to be big games. This is, to me, an opportunity to prove to everybody against somebody else from another conference how good you are. That's how I look at the game. Now, the player, you know, some of the players who have opted out over the years have taken a different stance. But I've always been big on bowl games. I've always enjoyed bowl games. I've always enjoyed the pageantry of bowl games, everything that goes with it, okay, all of it. I could do without the Orange Bowl halftime show, but, you know, it's you sitting there, it's like, okay, so, I mean... Remember the suit one time? Oh no, it's great! I said, "Excuse me," I said, "I've done a couple of orange bowls in my career." I said, "You you didn't have to fill the fifty minutes." Oh, I didn't think of that. I said, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> I said, "I could care less how many times Mickey Mouse runs around the field. Get him off the field. Get the game back going again. <laughs> Tell the big mouse go home." <laughs> but so that's why I still want to see the bowl games be a part of it. The major bowls. Because I think they've been an important part of it. That's why I, I hope that still is a part of it. I mean, if it turns out it's home field first round, home field quarterfinals, okay, fine. Here you roll with it. But since you're in the discussion stage, in the discussion stage, if they were to ask me, I'd say, hey, look, I'd like to see the major bowls be a part of this and utilize them from the quarterfinal round on. That's the traditionalist in me right there. Now, if they say they're not going to be and it's going to be home fields, I don't care. I just want to see the team I broadcast for in it. After that, I'll go anywhere they tell me. <laughs> tell me what day it is, when the kickoff is, we'll be there. Uh, do I think, though, it would be neat to have the major bowls involved? And do I think it would make it maybe a little more special in some ways in that designation? Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be. But that's just how, that's the traditionalist in me coming out. And I I don't want to lose all our traditions. 
I don't want that to happen. All right, take a break. Come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by what's been a great tradition on this show for almost 10 years, Brewers Outlet on News Radio 1070 WKLK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Father's Day weekend. And now, based on yesterday, the a Juneteenth weekend as well. Father's Day, Macatrillo, a dad for the second time last week. Everything sounds like it's going really well. Yeah, so far so good. Yeah. Um uh, when uh, when Suit Light was the age of Luke, and Luke is uh, closing in on a year and a half, right? Correct. The disappointment on the Suit's face on Father's Day when the kid got him nothing, I was like, he's a year and a half. <laughs> what do you want him to do? Get the lingerie on the deck, call the janitor. I just, you know. There's certain things in life where you sit back and you don't think you're supposed to explain it, and then you like you feel like you have to. <laughs> okay, he's 18 months. He can't get you anything. Although, does Luke know how to get into Amazon? Not yet. He kind of knows how to use the computer, sort of. But <laughs> how about that? How about that commercial that's on right now? Where, like, you know, people have numbers and things like that, and the little kid says, Hey, Mom, by the way, what is, what's that 401k number you have? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, 12 team playoff makes a step forward today. I expected that. I think we all expected that. Matt expected it. I did. I think almost everybody in the audience expected it as well. My point about this has been about spreading the wealth across college football. College football playoff, I thought, would begin to do that. And then all of a sudden, you go through a couple of years of it. And really, in the third year, I guess it was the third year, like, ah, you know what? It's the same teams over and over again. This isn't changing. The rich are getting richer. The climb becomes tougher. I believe that under this format, if this format had been used, I believe the number is, what, 22 different schools would have been in the playoff? 
Now, that spreads the wealth. I mean, Penn State would have been in it four times. So I think there's something to be said for the ability to spread. Believe it or not, Arizona would have been in once. Arizona. That's okay. That's great. You want all parts of the country represented. You want multiple fan bases to feel like they have a chance. Then once you get in there, you play. And that's one of the glory. That's one of the glories of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. You know, a Bucknell gets in there, and Bucknell can beat teams. I mean, Bucknell's advanced a couple of times in what were termed as upsets. Well, that's one thing the college football playoff hasn't had. They have not had an upset. I mean, one year Ohio State is a four beat Alabama. I mean, was that really an upset? I mean, it was Ohio State, for God's sakes. I mean, come on. This wasn't SMU beating Alabama. Under this format, SMU would have a shot at Alabama. They could beat them. I don't know. On a given day. In all likelihood, Alabama would be a 30-point favorite, but, you know. But that's something that's been missing from it. That magic of that magical upset that happens. Like, wow. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. It is Father's Day weekend. Matt Catrillo, a dad for a second time. Just a mere eight days ago, congratulations to our good friend. Family's doing great, and time to celebrate at Brewer's Outlet. Reagan Street and Subway in the Beverage Supermarket. Yes, indeed. Yeah, maybe you want to give Dad a gift card to Brewer's Outlet, or you just want to bring something over. Make sure you're fully stocked and get ready for the 4th of July. It's imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and out every day. Six great flavors of slushies. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All the Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Oh, Sunbury Motors has them all. And great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Before we get to the king, there was this article written, I think it was by, I think it's the Associated Press, I think. Says half of Americans fear they'll never fully recover from COVID pandemic stress. All right. So then they went through here in the article. In attempts to find their happy place and find peace, some of the top coping mechanisms Americans use include listening to music 45%, taking a walk 38%, binge watching TV 33%, and exercising 29%. 
Other coping mechanisms include cuddling with a pet and taking deep breaths, both 29%, eating a snack, 28%, reading a book, 26%, and playing video games, 24%. Right? And then this, then there was this one, telling the suit to go back to the corner office. That was 100%. That seemed to help people cope with stress better than anything out there. S-U-I-T, that spells suit K-I-N-G, King, is joining us on the line. He's, are you there, sir? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I was on. I was... Yeah, that's okay. That's a that's the way I feel most of the time on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess your brother-in-law was here yesterday. Congratulations. So. My brother-in-law was here. Congratulations. Your brother-in-law was here yesterday. My brother. He picked through my scrap bins. Well, which one was oh. this? Huh? Which who was this? What did you say? I said who? Which brother-in-law was it? Mike. He oh, was Mike, at your house Mike. last week. You're yeah. having another grandchild. I'm saying congratulations. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, Megan's been pregnant for a while. She's in. Her, she's seven months. So. I had no idea, Steve. Oh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. She's seven and a half months. Uh, so she's got, what, six weeks to go? So she's 34 weeks? I mean, it's really, you know, it's... it's. Uh... All right, that was awkward. No, I just didn't know what he was talking about. I, you know, and Mike wasn't, Mike wasn't here last week, so Mike... Oh, whenever again, he was, was there, Mike, he said they was, just was got back. Oh, so. oh, was it Mike Couture? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's my sister-in-law's husband. Okay. All right. Because I, yeah, I do have a bro- I, yeah, I do have a brother-in-law, Mike, too. So. Yeah. Michael Michael Donald. Oh, I know. That, yeah. That's that's Kathy's brother. That's where the confusion is. It's oh, Kathy's Kathy. Yeah, it's Kathy's brother's Mike. I was like, Mike wasn't out here. So where does Megan live now? I uh, lives in Woodbridge, Virginia. Oh wow. Uh, she's a teacher there. Her, so husband her husband is still in the Air Force, right? He's in the Air Force. He's stationed at Andrews Air Force Base. Oh wow! Uh, and and they live, I think, five miles from Chris and Angela. And Chris just got a full time teaching job down there. Good. Good. He, he and Angela both do. So it's, yeah, it's going well. But yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be a little boy. We know that. Good. Yeah. Oh, she's doing good. Yeah, everything's good. She's doing fine. It's all good. great. Okay, we're all caught up. So, yeah. anyway, what else going on? How's the football team? Well, I think they're going to be pretty good. I mean, it's um, I, I like the new offense a lot. After watching it and watching some of the different elements to it, I think it's very smart, innovative, and clever. And I also think it's very entertaining. Uh, same you know, quarterback? Clinton, yep, same quarterback. You know, so Sean's got to do what he did at the end of last season, where he limited mistakes. He he threw five touchdowns and one interception in the final four games, and they won all four games. He keeps. Do they the have numbers. any free agents like transfers? Yeah, they have to let's see a couple, not many. Johnny yeah. Dixon is a corner who came in from South Carolina. So you talk about a guy that started twelve games in the SEC. Arnold Ebicady 
Well, I think he's going to be a terrific player at defensive end. Came in from Temple. Man, I like him a lot. Derek Tangelo, uh, defensive tackle, uh, who will be a grad senior from Duke. Uh, he's coming in. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be really good. He'll add to the depth there. He'll be right in the rotation right away. Uh, John Lovett, a running back from Baylor, will add to the depth at running back. Although Penn State's pretty well stocked at running back, but I think John will help out. And then they've got uh, Wilson, the offensive tackle from Harvard. So between the Harvard kid and the Duke kid, I just hope they can survive the academics here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose any free agents? Did we lose any? Let's see. Hey, guys that transferred out, there was nobody that transferred out where I went, oh, my God, no. How about that? That's great. Yeah, nobody fell into that category. I mean, you're always going to have people that would transfer out because they're looking for more playing time or something like that. But, no, you know, like Will Levis, the backup quarterback, transferred to Kentucky. Well, he was going to be the number two quarterback again this year. I don't blame Will. He wants to play. And he thinks that Kentucky's got a shot. That's fine. I mean, I, that, I'm I'm all for that. That's you know that's that's no big deal. Now basketball, we got you know we've got a lot of transfers, uh, both ways, which I expected because of the coaching change. Uh, now in Pennsylvania, can uh, athletes make money? Not yet. There's a bill, but the bill has not advanced. I don't yeah, get can... why it hasn't advanced. I don't get it. Connecticut just passed theirs, but they're going to delay it till January 1st, which is fine. Ohio just went through the state Senate in Ohio, 33 nothing. It's now going to the House of Representatives in Ohio. Here, Don't Pennsylvania you think it's the, going to destroy the game? Uh, the ability to make your own money independent of the school... Um, it's like I think it's like in anything. In other words, it would be like you and me going to school. Yeah, but uh, without the school, you don't make any money. Right. If you're not, I don't. I, most of these laws, most of these laws keep you from using. Like your name is there. We all know what you do, but you can't tell anybody. You can't. Well, in other words, you can't. What you can't. Welcome to liberal words, America. Well, in other words, in other words. You go out there, say you do, uh, let's say something simple, a car commercial. You can't sit there in a Penn State jersey and do the car commercial. Well, it's like in to. Connecticut. We don't have that many huge stars, but go back 15 years. Hi, I'm Diana Taurasi, and I'm, you know, it's like, no, she's, what, does she play lacrosse? You know, everybody right. knows everybody who knows. you are yeah, like while, while you're there. You were just on the sports, on the news. So now Paige you're doing Beckers. a commercial, so you can't say what school you go to, so it's okay. Right. Kind of weird. Uh, I know. No, the whole thing is strange because I've always felt that, like, let the school be involved. In other words, you know, in other words, the school, let them be involved, but you get a percentage if they use any of your apparel or logos. Absolutely. In, in, in whatever. But let, and I think they should let them get involved, too. Uh, the school should be involved in helping you to keep the agents out of it. I mean, I think let the school be involved, but they don't. They, you know, people don't want to hear what I have to say about that. It's just not. Uh, um, they want to keep this as independent and pretend. That, you know, but I'll tell you who at UConn will make will make some money off of this is going to be Paige Beckers. She'll make money off of it, and she'll yeah. make money off it in an unconventional way. She'll make well, money off of. How good is that for your team? 
She makes uh, money, the rest don't. You know, no, I, I no, just, that is that, you're that opening is Pandora's that. box. And anytime Absolutely. you put m- money is attached to things these days, yep. it destroys things. I don't, they're getting a free education. Take it and run with it. Well, yeah, because, I mean, Matt makes $1.2 million on the show. I sort of resent it. Back with more in a moment. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. All right. Headlines for the week coming up. All right. Well, I'm actually going to start with something positive and hopeful, I guess. The Yankees will win a game? (laughs) They won. They won last night. Yeah, this is... I'm I'm sour on him right now, King. That's all. Yeah, we got problems. Yeah. So. Well, anyway. Maybe with the new pits and rules, we can do better. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> anyway, Denmark's Christian Eriksen released from the hospital after his uh, successful operation from his uh, cardiac arrest incident that happened on the field last week. So it was good to see that today. Good news. King, what do you got? Well, negative or positive, at what point will Brooks Kepka knock the crap out of Bryson to Chamber? <laughs> you stole Man, mine. they friggin' hate each other. <laughs> it's getting pretty good. I wanted, that was going to be my second one. I want to see them paired this weekend. Make it happen, yeah. PGA. That would just be awesome. Well, they can't, they can't make it happen. They're firing at each other. They can't uh, make it happen unless their scores are similar. Oh, can you see that? How do you pronounce his name? The Cham. Bryson DeChambeau. DeChambeau. I was Bryson calling DeChambeau. Bryson. Can you see Bryson out there taking his full, what is it, 10 minutes to hit a simple shot? And you got Brooks Kepko over there with steam blowing out his ears. Like, I want to kill this guy, you know? Oh. We had much discussion about this yesterday with our pal Jerry Dulac. Well, no, and we, and we talked about that, like green reading book, things like that. That's why I said the Masters, he had no shot because the Masters, of course, Augusta National won't laser the golf course, which is, as a private club, is their right. Well, it means you can't have a green reading book. And guess what? That means you got to read it yourself. <laughs> Shocking. But the Shambles got work to I, do. I, think, I don't know. I think it's good for golf. I agree with them. If it well, he's got some work to do because he's even right now. Brooks Kepka's two under, so what's the cut? The cut's two over, so they'll both make it. But oh, and just in terms of what Steve said and making sure that we can get him paired. <laughs> I think that would be made for TV. That would just be like, gosh. Now they now. Sorry, honey, the I can't go to any parties this weekend. I gotta watch this. The, U- the USGA. I mean, could have paired them up for the first two rounds. And you would have had the two of them just in the stare down for, for hours. Why they didn't uh, put them in 
the match or whatever that stupid thing is called with Phil and Tom Brady and well, whoever else is in it this yeah. year? That's a that's a pri- that's a private thing, so that's not. No, but we need to get two a- other athletes who hate each other, you know, and just really get it going. That would be good. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers turned into love? like no. a UFC thing. <laughs> <laughs> now that with them and Bryson DeChambeau, though, that is much watch TV right there. I would love to see that. That's good work that by you. So funny! Oh my God, Steve, what by do you way, got? By the way, the U.S. Open next year is in Boston. Ah, okay. Actually, didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, next year it's in Boston at the Country Club. I don't know. I'm going to see how my schedule works out. It'd be fun to do a show from there. Maybe get both Kepka and DeChambeau on there. What do you think? Yeah. That, that, now that would be good radio. That'd be radio <laughs> gold. Awesome. I mean, I, I mean, I've done, uh, what have I covered now? Four U.S. Opens? Maybe I'll do that. It's going to depend on the spike schedule. So. Anyway, what do you Maybe got, Steve? Maybe I could join you from that far. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let's make it happen. Anyway, what do you got, Steve? Uh, I get in a fight with the chip. <laughs> yeah, maybe not that, but anyway. uh, I don't know. I, it, to be honest with you, it looks like right now he could take uh, a Sunbury Motors vehicle and toss it over a hedge. Uh, he's been <laughs> pretty strong, dude. Uh, so my headline, uh, against uh, all odds, the NCAA will uh, punt on name, image, and likeness next week and give waivers to all the athletes in the states that have the law. That wouldn't what be surprising. Uh, what law? What do you mean? Uh, there are six states right now that have name, image, and likeness laws for college athletes. Connecticut oh, will go into effect paid? on January 1st. So the states that have it right now are Florida, Georgia, uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, New Mexico, and it starts on July 1st, and everybody else is still in a holding pattern. Uh, see, that, that they can't do that unless every state has it. You know, no. so now you've got athletes who can transfer so I'm transferring to a, a state where I get paid that, uh, this is they're making a mess out of it it's you know like Gino R.A.M. has said you spend a lot of time and money to recruit the kid and then they leave and you didn't oh, do anything no. wrong you know I don't it's just there was nothing wrong with the way it was anyway what do you got, Matt? Well, next one for Yankees me. Yankees will win a game. <laughs> oh, sorry. We already did that. No, we already did that. Um, the Pirates will win a game. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> it kind of. Oh, that's the, 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 uh, what's the, that little bad news bears. <laughs> well, it kind of goes on to that because I'm looking for. Who's next to make a base running mistake and then has to go, and then Steve will come and lecture that person? You got to know how to play. <laughs> I mean, I've said, I've said once, I've said a million times, what's starting to bother me now in sports is that you can tell right away who knows how to play. It used to be you felt like everybody knew how to play. Now it's like, oh, you got to look at this guy. This guy knows how to play the game. 
Because you're realizing around him, nobody else knows. <laughs> it's like, what the heck? Does anybody I've have any instincts anymore? <laughs> I mean, instincts. I mean, my God. I mean, Matt, you and I work at a company where the owner has instincts. <laughs> yes. He thrives. Well, that leads me to my next one is, you know, or the pitchers can't grip a ball anymore, you know? Oh, just put your hands around it and throw it. Put your hand around it and throw it. I use sub lotion for my grip. I was like, what? Are you freaking kidding me? I have to make a muscle every time I throw the ball now. I'm like, oh, no. You should have heard Pedro Martinez, his comments on it. He just freaking, and some of it was X-rated, but it it was so funny. And he said, rosin? He says, why do you think they put strings on the ball? <laughs> like, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this game has become, okay, and I, how many times have you heard me say this, Matt? Take it, pitch it, get in the box, and hit it. There you go. I mean, I'm sorry. Just stop wandering around the box. I got to reset myself. I need to get in my mental place. Meanwhile, the audience is getting in its mental place. They're exiting. <laughs> they're watching another sport or another. They're, they're putting on a movie. Or you see it's another camera boring. shop with fans just dug in their phones and not even paid attention at the game. Yeah. Right. Get, get, get in the box, hit, get the ball pitch stop your whining moaning and complaining okay you got direct deposit what's your complaint (laughs) (laughs) they make it so much money it's like i go to work every day and i i go home tired and dirty and i turn these guys on i'm like oh my god i use suntan lotion to make my hands sticky and they won't let me anymore i'm like oh no Here. He's making more ball. in one game than I'm going to make in the next 10 years, and he's complaining. It's like, cut your hair, be a man, and let's go. You know? well, whatever. <laughs> For goodness sakes, get the ball, pitch it. <laughs> I know. It's okay, just a get joke. in the box like, and hit it. Well, it yeah, stop holding all the your hand up to the right? umpire like, stop, I'm not ready. I'm digging in. Dig in and hit. <laughs> Build a resume. God, what do you think? What do you think? Jack and I sit there in a booth and like mentally like, okay, one, two, three, break. Like they kick off. We tell you they kicked it off. <laughs> for goodness sakes. I prepare all week for my head, would you? <laughs> it's like. We need, okay, deep breathing before the fir- opening kickoff, Jack. <sighs> oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs>